a mother that loves. Interesting today, today I'm going to be talking about three mothers that had issues, if you will, but when it came to being mothers, that really wasn't their challenge, you know what I'm saying? But they all obviously had other challenges in life. And the first mother that we're looking at, her name is Rispa. And the Bible's very plain that Rispa was a concubine. So she was a side chick, if you will. Let's modernize it a little bit today. She was what we would refer to in today's language as uh, a side piece slash left-hand girl. Concubine. Come on, somebody. You know, even today, there are wives and there are concubines. Even today. I'm going to leave that topic for another Sunday. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but moving forward, this lady, out of the seven that got hung, two of these were her sons. And what I respect about this woman, and it's my first point, because, again, the title is A Mother Loves. See, a mother that loves is a, a woman, a mother that will cover her child. I got anybody in this building that have had to cover your children. Now, here it is. Her sons are hanging. They have been hung because back then when the transition was taking place and David was becoming king, they killed off anything that came from Saul's loins. Back then, they killed everybody because they were afraid that if they didn't kill the children, that even the children would come up and be just like the dad. So they just killed everybody. Aren't y'all glad we live in a different season? <laughs> so they didn't even have a shot back in the day. So here we are. Rispa, sons are dead. But then verse 10, it says, and she did not allow the birds of the air to rest on them by day, nor the beasts of the field by night. So this woman spent her days fighting off birds and fighting off animals that would come by day, that would come by night. Here it is, she even had value in something that was dead. That's what I love about mothers. Even when your child is at its worst place, you still see value in your child. I don't know about you, but I'm so glad that when I was at my worst, that my mother saw value in me. And I believe that's a word for somebody that's here today. Your child might be between a rock and a hard place, but you still got to see value that's stuck on the inside of them. That potential is stuck on the inside of them. That purpose is stuck on the inside of them. That there's destiny on the inside. So while they're going through their identity crisis, what you got to do, mothers, is that you got to cover. Do I got any mothers that have had to cover their children? Come on. They might have not been dead like Rispa's children, but they were dead in their trespasses. They were dead in their sin. And you had to sit there and cover. Do I got any Rispa's in the house? Rispa, she was covering. She covered. She when the birds would come, she'd be, mm, get up off you. When the, 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 the uh, uh, coyotes would come, she get, you better get away from me. That's the kind of, that's how you got to be when the enemy, when Satan is coming to devour. You, you better 
Satan, you better get up off of my child. My son shall live and not die to declare. The, I know he crazy right now. I know he's stuck on stupid and parked on dumb, but I'm going to cover my son. You better get any mothers that have had to fight for your children you know your child was stir crazy and everybody wrote your child off but you this woman fought she covered she made sure the word covered means to protect to surround she made sure my children about to get a proper burial and word got back to David the Bible says they said man this this crazy woman named Rispa her children, did you know it was Saul's concubine? Her children are hanging, and this woman won't go to bed. She at night, she, she kicked back, making sure that birds don't devour, devour her children. So David was like, I got to honor her persistence. I got to honor the fight that's on the inside of her. I got to honor the fact that her children are dead, and she still values them. And then they went and gave them children a proper burial. We need some more rispers in the church. You know, anybody ever watch, you know, some of these murders where the son would murder, murder like three people, and his blood is all at the scene, his tissue, come on somebody, a part of his finger at the scene, come on. <laughs> he didn't left his t-shirt at the scene, come on somebody. Then left a little hair on the scene, come on somebody. And everybody sees that the evidence is overwhelming. But then here come the mama. My son didn't do it. So I'm, we got to go find the killer. And the killer is right there. He in shackles. Did, walked up here in the orange jumpsuit. Come on, somebody. She's like, no, we got to go find the killer. Because mothers, the evidence can be overwhelming. But you will cover. Can I get a witness up in here? And my mom and dad had to leave because their service starts at 11. But I can remember when I was going through my court case, my mom showed up to every court date. And guess what? I was guilty. But I was believing God. They was going to give me a plea. Anybody know that you've been given a plea? Come, a plea of grace. Come on. Because the blood kicked in. Come on, somebody. And charges got dropped. Come on. I'm talking about your lust charges. I'm talking about your lying charges. I'm talking about your being promiscuous charges. Your drinking charges. Somebody need to give God a praise that he covered us. Do I have any mothers in the church? Come on. You ain't always been like you are now because he covered you. He surrounded you. He protected you because he knew the end from the beginning. I don't know about you, but I'm grateful that I serve a God that covered me when I didn't deserve covering. Somebody need to give God a praise that he covered you. Somebody scream, he covered me. Oh, when I was stuck on stupid and parked on dumb, he covered me. Come on, somebody. When I should have deserved the judgment of God, he covered me. We need some more rispas in the church that will cover what they value. I, 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 it amazes me when a mother walks away from a child. Now, that... You can almost expect that. Can I get a witness? <laughs> I'll build the men up on June 19th. Praise the Lord. It's y'all day today. 
<laughs> so I got to make us look bad. Come on, somebody. Builds all up. <laughs> but let's keep it 100. In our society, it's common for dads to be MIA. But it's rare to see a mother. And these are some questionable mothers. This woman was a side piece. In other words, she was a jump off. Oh, y'all ain't ready for me today. Let's keep it 100. He, uh, 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 Saul did not sleep with her on a daily basis. He came over every once in the blue moon. That's why I said we still got concubines today. We got some women, they just prefer a jump off situation because they don't want to have take ownership of having to pick up that man's draws. They don't want to have ownership of making him breakfast, lunch, and dinner. They don't want to take ownership and have to do homework. Come on, where's my mother's at? They don't want to, then you got to go to work, come home, help them with their homework, help them navigate through that. Then you got to run their bath water. Then they say, mama, I want to eat. You got some concubines. They like just being a mother's tough enough. I don't want to be a wife too. Oh, I'm preaching today. Oh, I'd hit a nerve somewhere up in here. That, some of y'all say, oh, that's why I ain't got married. <laughs> and then some of y'all still, I'm, some of y'all say, I'm just in the waiting, pastor. <laughs> I'm just being still. Because I ain't no concubine. I got some whispers in this church. Come on, somebody. I'm not raising up concubines at kingdom. Amen. Shoot. <laughs> so let's look at this. A mother that loves, she covers. Go to Hebrews 13.5. Very familiar scripture. See, he covers us just like Rispa covered her sons. You got to know your heavenly father. He covers you. Let your conduct be without covetousness. Be content with such things uh, as you have. For he himself has said, I will never leave you, nor forsake you, which means I won't abandon you. I won't desert you. He's letting you know that through hell and the high water, I'm not going nowhere. I know you crazy, but I'm not going nowhere. I know you, you stir crazy. You just stuck on stupid and, and parked on dumb, but I'm not going nowhere. I know you're living contrary to my word, but I'm not going nowhere. I know that you've had an encounter with me, but you decided to go back and be reckless and wasteful but I ain't going nowhere. In other words, what God is saying is that I'm going to cover you. So we need mothers to continue to cover their children. Amen. You might have a child that you did Proverbs 22, 6. You trained them up in the way that they were supposed to go. And the Bible says when they get old, they won't depart. It didn't say when they was young, they wouldn't trip. Look, there it is right there. Train them up in the way that they should go. And when he, when he is old, he's he, he not going to depart from it. In other words, he's going to hit an age where he's going to be like, wait a minute. My daddy's servants got bread to spare, and I'm out here broke. Come on. All of a sudden, the prodigal son got a revelation and realized, you know what, wait a minute. I, I, I got to go home. And when he got home, his daddy covered him. But again, we'll save that for June 19th. We're talking about mamas today. We're talking about the rispers. Well, I got some rispers in the house that when your child is between a rock and a hard place, you will cover them. 
So we can question her situation, but you can't question her mothering skills. She might have been a concubine, but listen, this woman was the real deal when it came to covering her sons. Let's look at the second thing. Go to uh, 1 Kings real quick. 1 Kings chapter 3. We're going to look at another woman. Look at that, that, that. You can question her occupation, but you can't question her mothering skills. It says in, in 1 Kings chapter 3, look at verse 16. 1 Kings 3 and 16. It says, now two women, somebody say two women, who were harlots came to the king and they stood before him and the one woman said, oh my Lord, this woman that, and I dwell in the same house and I gave birth while she was in the house. And then it happened uh, the third day after I'd given birth that the, this woman also gave birth and we were together. No one was with us in the house except the two of us in the house. And then it says, and uh, the woman's son died in the night because she lay on him. And so she rose in the middle of the night and she took my son from my side while your maidservant slept. And she laid him in her bosom and laid her dead child in my bosom. And when I rose in the morning to nurse my son, there he was dead. But when I examined him in the morning, indeed, he was not my son whom I had born. And then the other woman said, no, but the living one is my son and the dead one is your son. And the first woman said, no, but the dead one is your son and the living one is my son. Thus spoke before the king. Is this a mess or what? This got young and the restless written all over it. Can I get a witness? All my children. Come on. This is a reality show. Can I get a witness? Then it says, the king said, uh, uh, the one says, uh, this is my son who lives and your son is dead one. The other says, but your son is dead one and my son is a living one. And the king said, bring me a sword. So they brought a sword before the king and the king said, divide the living child in two. Give half to one and half to the other. And the woman whose son was living spoke to the king. She yearned with compassion for her son. Somebody say compassion. And she said, oh my Lord, give her the living child. By no means kill him. But the other said, let him be neither mine nor yours, but divide him. So the king answered and said, give the first woman the living child and by no means kill him. She is the mother. My second point is that a mother that loves not only will cover like Rispa, but a mother that loves has compassion. Somebody say compassion one more time. Compassion means to have sympathy, to have empathy, to have concern, to be sensitive. Also, the word compassion means love. Look at prostitute number one. She has compassion. Prostitute number two is heartless. She like, well, then go ahead and divide the baby. Spirit of Shaniqua, come on, get the vine, the baby. But prostitute number one was like, wait a minute. We got to have compassion. She said, have compassion. Matter of fact, she valued the baby so much, she told the king, go ahead and get the baby. The Shaquita. I pray nobody named Shaquita up in here today. 
look at how much prostitute number one was like, she had compassion, she had sympathy, she had love, she was willing to see her baby uh, 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 live, she was ready to take the high road. Now let's back up for just a second. Prostitute number one and prostitute number two made a living on their back. Most people that live that kind of life are heartless. But thank God for this woman, prostitute number one, she had a heart, she had compassion. That just goes to show you that at the end of the day, it's not how you start, it's how you finish. Because I believe that there's good in everybody. Come on, when you was a mess, there was still good in you. When you was doing you, there was still good on the inside of you. There's some good in this woman. She had compassion. And I tell my mothers on today, let's continue to be women that have compassion. Let's not be like prostitute number two and be heartless. I know there's going to be times that you're going to feel let down. There's going to be times that you're going to be disappointed by your children. But then that's where you have compassion. Don't you be turned heartless because a lot of times their breakthrough is connected to you, Rispa. A lot of times their breakthrough is connected to you, Mama. Amen. So at the end of the day, don't you write your children off, that you stand with them, continue to have compassion. I'm so glad that when I was in the courtroom, my mom, they were saying all these things, reading my charges. The judge, he turned purple, red, and pink. Can I get a witness, honey? Because he says, you are not a stranger to going to jail. And I'm so grateful that I had my mom and my wife there with compassion. I even looked at my wife because Isaiah was three, Mariah was two, and Stella was probably like four months old. She just turned 21 last month. And so I told my wife, I said, well, what you gonna do? You gonna probably move on and get you another man. She said, I ain't going nowhere. She said, I don't care if you gotta do the whole 21 years, I'm gonna be right here standing. Look at the compassion. She said, I'm just going to have to come and give you some conjugals or whatever. She said, that's compassion. That's love. Come on, somebody. That's sympathizing with me. Come on, oh, come on, somebody. I feel the glory up in here. <laughs> Don't leave the brother hanging. Come on, somebody. <laughs> but I'm grateful for the compassion. Mothers, don't let go of that level, that spirit of compassion. Come on, this woman might have lived a questionable life, but I love the compassion that she had. Because all these mothers that we're talking about, amen, had some questionable situations going on. We got Rispa, who was a side piece, and then we got prostitute number one, who life is all messed up. Come on, somebody. We, she probably didn't even know who the baby daddy was. Come on, they ain't had no raincoats back then. Oh, y'all ain't ready for me up in here. Y'all, y'all, see, 11.30 be like, preach, pastor. Because they kind of still in that season, you know what I'm saying? Y'all the mature crowd. Y'all the dignified people. <laughs> but the people of us that's been through something, we can relate. Come on, we've been in places where people have written us off. But let me drop this on you. I don't know about you, but I'm grateful that God's compassions fail not. 
that when I was a hot mess, come on somebody, when I was promiscuous, he was still compassionate. When I was a liar, he was still compassionate. When I was a drunk, he was still compassionate. When I was on drugs, he was still compassionate. In other words, he loved me right where I was, that he loved me so much and loved you so much that he didn't leave us there. Somebody need to give God a praise in this place that we serve a compassionate God. My God, my God. Look at this. Through the Lord's mercies, the, the, the Lord's mercies, uh, we were not consumed. Did you know that it's the mercy of God that you weren't consumed? Then it says, because his compassions. Not compassion, compassions. Which means that most of us in here made more than one mistake. That he had to keep being compassionate. Aren't you grateful that he didn't write you off? Aren't you grateful that he didn't leave you high and dry? Aren't you grateful, amen, that, that in spite of you, compassion began to reach towards you. He, he covered you. I said, I know Gerald is a hot mess, but you can't have Gerald because one day he's going to be Minister Finister. That's his last name for you to know. Minister Finister. That kind of rhymed on it. Minister. We make fun of him sometimes. Minister Finister. But God knew Gerald before he entered his mother's womb and said, I got to cover him. He's a hot mess, but I'm going to cover him. I'm going to have compassion. Because one day, Minister Finister is going to come forth. Don't you know he knows the end from the beginning? I remember back in 2008, I brought him in my office. I said, what did you do at your other church? He said, oh, I drove the bus. I said, well, brother, we don't have buses here. We're we making you a minister. So, sometime, there's a song out called, I came from the bottom, now I'm here. Did I say that wrong? Started from the bottom, help me out. You see, I got these young folks. Started from the, started from the bottom, now we're here. Started from the bottom, now we're here. Started from the bottom, now we're Hey! Think I might go to the club tonight. The devil is alive, He's been too compassionate. I can't go back. Come on, somebody. He's covering me too much. I can't. Come on, there's some of us that can't go back. Do I got anybody in the building? You didn't put your hands to the plow. And I'm I'm not looking back. God been too good. His compassion is, his compassions have been too good. He's covered me too long. Going back is not an option. Somebody give God a praise. And this Look at your neighbor and say, I can't go back. I can't go back. I can't go back. I can't go back. back. Uh-huh. So number one, a mother that loves is a mother that covers. Rispa covered her children. Number two, you got prostitute number one. The compassion that she walked in caused her to get her blessing back. Enemy tried to bamboozle her out of her blessing. How I many you know the enemy will try to bamboozle you? Come on, we used to use the word bamboozled in the Baptist church. Come on. Hoodwink. Come on, some. <laughs> Speaking of that, I need y'all to come back on uh, May the 29th. We have a throwback Sunday. I'm wearing a collar, a robe. We're going to sing old song. I need y'all to come suited and booted. We about to go old school up in here. I mean, you got to mix old with the new. 
Amen. So you don't want to miss that. You've got just to come back to see me preaching the road. Come on. <laughs> they just barely got me in these suits, but praise the Lord. Let's go. <laughs> so a mother that loves covers. She protects. A mother that loves is compassionate. She has sympathy, empathy, concern, sensitive, and love. And, and, and this woman, this prostitute number one, that's what she walked in. And then the last thing, let's look at this. Go to Matthew 15, verse 22. Look at this real quick. So again, number one, a mother that loves, she covers. A mother that loves, amen, is compassionate. And the last thing is a mother that loves is consistent. Say, say consistent. Mm-hmm. She's consistent. She's steady is what that means. It says, and behold, a woman of Canaan, she came from the region and she cried out to him saying, have mercy on me, O Lord, my son of David, my, my daughter, my daughter, my baby is severely demon possessed. But he answered her not a word. The woman could have gave up, but she stayed consistent. This Canaanite woman, because you got to remember, she wasn't even supposed to be talking to Jesus, who was a Jew. This woman was a Canaanite. She was a foreigner. She had no business having a conversation with Jesus, but she was consistent. Look at this. It says, he answered her not a word. His disciples came, and they urged him, saying, send her away. In other words, even the disciples says, we got a crazy one. We got one that's got the spirit of weird. <laughs> send her away. She drunk. She bothering us. She nagging us. How I many know sometimes in order to get your breakthrough, you got to nag God? Like, Lord, nothing wrong with that. The Bible says, he says, he hears the cry of the righteous, and he said, I'll deliver you out of all your troubles. Then it goes on. Look at this real quick. Look at this. Then it says, uh, 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 go, go back. Then it says, he answered her not a word. His disciples came and urged him, saying, send her away, for she cries out after us. But he answered and said, I was not sent except to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. In other words, he was telling her, you're excluded, not included. Then she came and she worshiped him. I got any mothers that are not taking no for an answer. Even though he didn't diss her, he didn't threw her under the bus. Amen. Then he, he ain't even done because she worshiped and saying, Lord, help me. And then he said, he answered and said, is it not good? to take the children's bread and throw it to the little dogs. He called her a dog, y'all. Jesus just dissing this woman, calling her out her name. But I love the fact that she stayed consistent. Look, then it said, then it says, and she said, yes, Lord. She rebuttals him and says, even the little dogs Eat the crumbs which fall from the master's table. How many know one crumb from heaven can change your situation? If you stay consistent, God will change your predicament. He will change your situation. So then Jesus answered and said, oh, he didn't just say woman. He said, oh, he was like, oh, you different. You consistent. You don't take no for an answer. You got some fight on the inside of you. So he said, oh, 
You ain't one of them people that say it is what it is. Well, my daughter demon possessed and it is what it is. Well, we just got to deal with the issue. He said, oh, woman, great is your faith. In other words, faith means he was saying, I'm moved by your confidence. I'm moved by your how you trust that I can change your daughter's situation. Any, I got any mothers that's confident, that, that's got faith that your child can come out of their situation. They might be bound by a thing or two, but do I have any whispers in the house that's going to continue to cover your child and have compassion to your child? And you're going to consistently bombard heaven until your child change comes. And because of her faith, he said, let it be to you as you desire. In other words, if you desire for your daughter that was demon-possessed to have her breakthrough, so be it. He said, let it be to you as you desire. And then it says, and her daughter, her baby was healed, repaired, cured from that very hour. It might have not happened in that instant second, but something happened within that hour. Do I have anybody in the 930 service that knows that if you stay consistently serving God, if you consistently bombard heaven, if you consistently chase after God, if you consistently make him a priority in your life, if you consistently cry out to him, do you know that he will change the very hour that you're in? If you receive that, somebody need to give God a praise that he's about to change your hour. Somebody give God a praise that your hour is about to shift. That you're getting ready to step into better days. That greater is on the way. Somebody give God a praise. We need to give God a praise for your hour. Give God praise for that hour of favor. That hour of blessing. That hour of anointing that's coming. That hour of joy that's coming. That hour of peace that's coming. That hour of power that's coming. Somebody give God a praise. If you know the lane does not be denied. Somebody put those hands together one more time and give God a praise. In this place. Hallelujah. High five somebody and tell them, say, stay consistent. Stay consistent. I know the prayer hasn't been answered yet, but stay consistent. I know the hour hasn't changed yet, but stay consistent. I know the breakthrough hasn't jumped off yet, but stay consistent. I, I know, I know that, that, that you've been in this thing for a minute, but I dare you to stay consistent. God is about to change. Your hour! Somebody give God a praise! One more time! Tell your other neighbor, stay consistent, stay consistent. Stay consistent. Stay consistent. If you stay consistent, your change will come. If you stay consistent, God will change your hour. What if this woman would have quit? What if she would have got worried? Uh, but Jesus said, oh, woman. 
you different. You consistent. I didn't call you out your name and everything. And then you're going to flip this time about, well, even the dogs get the crumbs from the master's table. Boy, if you hang out around the master's table long enough, even when I go home today, when I'm eating my food on Mother's Day, I know sugar is going to be hanging out at the master's table. Y'all say, who is sugar? That's my dog. Sugar like human food. Come, I got anybody up here can relate to that? They ain't trying to go over there to their little spot. They see you got some spaghetti. Come on, somebody. You eating church's chicken? Hey. Consistent. Because they know if a portion of that church has hit the table and bounce and hit the floor. They know that they hour just change. So if a dog got faith. If I got any 930 faith people, you just waiting at the master. Lord, I've been consistent. You know I've been covering my child. I've been compassionate. I need you to change their hour. If you know God is about to change your hour, you need to give God a praise in this place. Somebody scream, it's done! Somebody scream, it's done! Somebody scream, it's done! Y'all give God a hand praise. Let me pray for you. Father, seal this word today. Lord, we thank you. If you change this demonic, demon-possessed girl's hour,